Wednesday, the 10th of March. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Deuces. <laughs> Is that the top gear? <laughs> Dan, you, you really had your chance and you really squandered it very quickly. I mean, this is why we don't let Dan do the intro, but exactly. we'll stick with it. Welcome to the UBL Nation podcast. My name is Benji, obviously your host. I'm joined by Daniel. How's it going, Daniel? Hello, you know me from the intro. When you try to end the show, as you do every single time. Uh, and also joined by, of course, James. How is it going, James? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, you know what else is pretty good? The BBL was pretty good this week. A lot of games, a lot of exciting action. Uh, let me see how many games there were. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight games. One of them was trophy. So seven championship games for us to stick our analytical teeth into. Uh, metaphorically, obviously, we would never condone such antics on the basketball court. But we're starting off with a game that I watched. And I'll tell you what, before I get started, I just want to say this was a fantastic game. A great advert for the league. Cheshire Phoenix versus the Riders. The Phoenix win. Big upset there, 93-91. to 91. And ooh, I'm excited to talk about this game. Let me get my notes up real quick. But yeah, this one, this is a fantastic game a, a real joy to watch uh how did this game shake out well the uh riders took a took an early lead in this one it did seem like they were sort of going to run away run away with the game um for about i think first quarter and a half and then with about about four minutes to go um riders up 10 the phoenix start to sort of stage a bit of a comeback behind uh the great shooting of uh, mr jalen hayes who ended up with 22 points in this game, very good performance from him. His final stat line, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, but the majority of these points, I think he scored 16 in uh, the first half. So uh, helping the Phoenix to sort of stay in this game early on. Um, yeah, as I said, very back and forth after that point. Uh, third quarter was really close. And then uh, fourth in particular was just, it just felt like every time uh, one team would score, the other team would, you know, just go back down the other end and answer. Um, who am I talking about? Yeah, so in this game, there was also a lot of good individual plays, a lot of uh, flashy passes, speculative dunks, most of them coming from uh, a Mr. Gino Crandall. I know we've been talking about him a lot on the podcast recently, but um, in for my money, he's the most exciting player to watch uh, in the whole league. Uh, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you agree? That's a big statement. I mean, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of other candidates like that. Maybe someone like Dirky Dirk, killer on the ISO, and uh, can make some flashy plays uh, when going to the basket. Um, who else? Dan, you got any ideas? I prefer. Oh no, it was that guy I was watching last week. Okay, what team was it, Dan? We're going to help you this time. We're going to help I, remember, you. I can't remember what team it was. It was Wolves versus Riders. Think. Oh, no, it was Crandall. Yeah, it was Crandall. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, so it uh, turns out I agree with you. Was you know, he, well, was he the bold you, thank one? Thank you, Dan, for proving my point. Is he the bold one? <laughs> yeah, yes, he's bold. Oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, it was Crandall. 
Yes, he's bald. I just said that. <laughs> I agree then. Um, but yeah, for my money, most exciting player to watch in the league. But moving on from <laughs> from that, uh, yeah. So um, talked about Jaden Hayes doing the majority of the scoring early on. Uh, Karan Ross really uh, took over the the scoring for the Phoenix uh, down the stretch. He had 16 points in the fourth quarter alone, um, hitting some big threes. You know, just really taking over the game. Uh, McCall also hit some pretty big impact threes. Uh, but despite this, they can never really get separation again away from the Riders. It, it just always seemed that. Um, you know, the riders would come up with a, you know, a, a layup inside or go to the foul line or hit a big three as such. Uh, Corey Johnson was very effective at that. Um, let me just get the uh, the box score up here because I believe, I think he went five of six uh, from three, which is obviously very efficient. That's correct. That's correct. And, uh, yeah, five of six. Not something you, you see uh, a lot. Um, someone shooting with a fairly high volume and getting... Uh, the majority of them to fall. So, yeah, really helped them stay in the game in this one when the Phoenix were looking to take it over. In the last five minutes, it just, yeah, just seemed very, very close. And then there, were, there was just some some wild things happening in this game, some crazy sequences where, you know, it was just action, back-to-back action. There was a point where um, one of the officials got knocked down and then they had to stop the game and they had to ref the last, I think, like 30 seconds of the third quarter with two officials. Um, yeah, just loads of stuff going on. And then we have the ending sequence. So you got Phoenix up one with 20 seconds to go. They're trying to inbound the ball. Five second violation, just an absolute, you know, hands on your head moment. You're thinking they're throwing the, throwing the game away, especially when the riders go down the other end. And uh, a bit of, a, bit of a, a very contentious foul call is what I'm going to call it on, a, on Mr. Will Lee. Willie was the one taking the shot. Um, from my point of view, and from the point of view of the um, of the commentators, it seemed to be a clean block. But you know, refs don't agree. You can't argue with the refs. Um, so they get two free throws. Both of them go down, and then without a timeout, the Phoenix run down the other end, and Coron Ross ices it from three with no time left. Wow, what a, it was an exhilarating finish to the game. Um, fantastic advert for the game, and also a fantastic result for the Phoenix. Um, you know, t- claiming the scalp of the of the Riders, who've been wow, that's that's um, extreme. I mean, yeah, I would have thought the W would I mean, be enough. They didn't do it, not not literally, obviously, but <laughs> after Karan Ross <laughs> hit the game winner, he, he brought out a knife. <laughs> Went to do the. Native ritual. No, no, we don't want to make generalizations. But um, can I ask you something? What, did you, what do you think of Jalen Hayes the last few games? Because he's he's up there with the top players in the league, I think, in terms of stats this season. If I break it down, 16 points. Mm-hmm. Um, nine rebounds and just about two steals per game. So that is... Pretty comprehensive play, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say he's been one of the... I mean, I, I'm starting to really like this Phoenix team because um, I don't think there's one player that you can pick out in particular that does most of the work. Like in this game, you had obviously Karam Ross scoring high, you had Jane Hayes scoring high, but then you had Jimbo Lull, who was you know, creating a lot of space down low. You had McCall, who was just drilling threes. NBA, also in this team, 
and doing big work on the defensive end and also uh, putting up points the other way. I think he could have had a bit of a better game. Uh, some shots didn't fall for him that maybe would have done on other days. Um, Karkari, even though he only had two points, he was a big factor late on. You know, it's just there's so many players in this team. Um, and I think that's why, even though Jalen Hayes is probably one of the most talented players in the league, you don't really talk about him that much because the Phoenix are just so well-rounded. And But I do agree with your point. He is having a stellar season. Um, and I hope it continues because I'm really enjoying watching this Phoenix team. Uh, Dan, any thoughts on this game? Um, well, it seems like the Wolves have uh, knocked Riders off their perch. Or is it porch? Perch. Why are you <laughs> talking about Wolves? Go on. Because they on. beat... <laughs> Because they, they ended their winning streak last week. Yeah, but that's it. still pretty you know what they for say? the to beat them. That's they, all that Dan cares about. They failed the Wolves test. <laughs> yeah, which, test. which, which, which quite, few, people, quite a few people pass. <laughs> I was going to say, if you can't beat the eight and nine Wolves, I think you've got a bit of a problem. Not um, for long. Okay. We'll see about that. But anyway... Huge win for the Phoenix. Let's talk about where that currently sits, and they're in fifth place behind uh, Riders, Eagles, Raiders are currently in third, but they do have five games in hand. No, sorry, the Lions have five games in hand over the Raiders. So maybe we when will the Raiders have a break? This one, I don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> they're all we. They're all we seem to talk Lions. about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think actually it's just the Lions have had fewer games, and maybe that's because of. Um, accounting for Europe, which obviously didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so the Lions have played 14 games. Meanwhile, around them, Riders 17, Eagles 18, Raiders 19, Phoenix 19, Sharks 19. Um, so I think that's the main problem. But yeah, Raiders tie for most games in the league. Hopefully they get break soon. Um, and yeah, Riders still sitting at the top with a record of 14-3. and three. You know, They've got four, four points gap. Um, but if they keep dropping games like this to a, well, I think it's fair to say our weaker teams, um, yeah, maybe they find themselves in a bit more of a sticky situation come those last uh, you know, one or two games of the season. Right, moving on. Uh, let's go with Banner's game next. Banner, which game did you watch? Tell us about it. Tell us the score and then walk us through your thoughts on it. Well, it's sort of a similar situation. Um, young upstart Plymouth team, the underdogs, beats Newcastle. 85 to 72. This was on the fifth. Um, so it's interesting game because um both Newcastle and Plymouth were missing some some important players. Hamilton for the Raiders and Gordon for Newcastle. Probably probably would have been guarding each other, to be honest. That would have been quite a matchup. Uh kind of a shame that they that they were both gone, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, but otherwise, the other players they sort of shared the load between them. With, uh, quite well, given the absence of those two key players. Um, yeah, I'd like to say, I think a big part of the reason that Plymouth won was um, they out-rebounded the Eagles. And then in terms of the, their inside presence, they were a little bit stronger. Although, I mean, Maxwell did his best, but thats I wouldn't say that's his strength, Maxwell. I mean, he's, he's more of an inside-outside threat, I would say, Maxwell. Whereas... Um, I've had a few more physical bigs, at least. Which who were uh, the bigs that were giving him, giving him problems inside? 
well, the mainly a Cherry Obia and um, Prince Ibe, who maybe didn't score so much, but was a bit of a uh, bit of handful Prince still. PrinceEbay.com, a favourite of the podcast. Indeed. And also, Will Neighbour. Um, not so much of an inside presence again, but uh, it's obviously difficult when you're, when you're big. Uh, that kind of inside-outside perimeter to interior, interior defensive sort of role you might have to take is uh, it's difficult for for the larger players and um obviously when you're someone like Will Neighbor who can uh, light it up from free you know you 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 create a bit of a threat there but um yeah it's interesting because the game started off uh with the Eagles really pushing the tempo and they they played very fast and uh, they got ahead no they didn't I, that's a complete lie. <laughs> they got ahead, <laughs> but they. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching, they they seemed like they were they were controlling the pace of it. But um, over the over the uh, the whole game, I would say that the Raiders were the ones whose uh, whose transition was most fruitful. Uh, I I want to point out it was another game where Fletcher's scoring was quite low, but his the way he set up his teammates was masterful. And yeah. he was very solid on defense, as always. I mean, similar to Defoe, who had to start this game because of Gordon's absence. You know, I mean, both veterans. And I think I mean, Newcastle have some questions to ask when those guys would maybe need to uh, be sort of phased out or replaced in a way. I don't think that's yet, but, uh, you know, there's questions to think about. I, I, I don't know that's, that's for a while, but agreed, they are uh, big pieces of their roster that are, you know, Getting up there, yeah. so there's got to be a, a good good plan in place. Um, yeah, great team performance by Plymouth, particularly on defense, where they they really slowed the Eagles down in the third in the third quarter in particular. And I think the Eagles the the, the Eagles their heads went down a bit. They're a bit frustrated. Didn't get some calls they wanted, and um, fortunately they couldn't make it up make it up in the fourth. Uh, <laughs> the fourth, I mean. Ooh. Fourth, there's not that much to note, but uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the Eagles music guy uh, because <laughs> is he? I, I, he's got an interesting style. I want to I want to say style. I I, I like to believe it's on purpose, but uh, let me give you an example. So Fletcher scores a layup, and um, the guy he decides he decides to play Darun Sandstorm, but he waits until the other team have got down the other floor and are running their offense to start playing. To start playing. Oh, I like that. It's, it's just tactical, isn't it? Put them off. And he didn't And he yeah. didn't stop playing it until the Eagles got the ball back and, and went down the other end and, <laughs> and won a foul. <laughs> you can also... Is the new yeah. Music on defense. Well, <laughs> I think Darude Sandstone would probably make you pretty antsy on offense. Or maybe it would get you in your rhythm. I don't know if that would be a good or bad thing. I, I, think, I think I'd be on edge listening to Darude Sandstorm trying to, trying to score. <laughs> I think if I was yeah. on defense, I'd be like, right, let's play. You know, you energized. Fair enough. Yeah, you energized. But on offense, I'm just like. <laughs> you could also hear. So was, was there any other egregious uh, music decisions? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they started playing Remember the Name. I don't know if you know the song, you know, 10% luck, yeah, 20% yeah. skill. 10% hustle, yeah, yeah. He's trying to hype up. Uh, he he tried, <laughs> the music guy decided to play it when Evan Maxwell got an uncontested defensive rebound. <laughs> that's the, that's the 5% Which I thought was entertaining. Luck. That's the 5% luck. <laughs> well, 
I remembered the name, certainly. Although not of the music guy, of Evan Maxwell. You'd also hear fans, I don't know if it was the fans or maybe the bench, heckling like or yelling really loudly, like close to the uh, the broadcast mic. Yeah. Um, you know, yelling about goaltends, uh, yelling about the shark clock. <laughs> bit, bit of a hot, <laughs> mic, I, hot mic situation. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, someone was mic'd up and I don't think they knew it. But yeah, the fourth quarter, Eagles picked up the defensive effort, but um, they didn't really score enough to reduce the large deficit by that point. And to be honest, Raiders were not having it. Ricky McGill, Mike Mike Morsell Jr. Why isn't it? It's not a junior. <laughs> I've, written, I've written that down. I've written that down, but that's a mistake. Mike Morsell sorry, sorry, Mike. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Uh, sorry, Mike. They would not give it up, those two. They were hustling and uh, making pretty tough plays down the stretch to um, to really fight through any sort of resistance from the Eagles. Interesting. Both Riders and Eagles missing out this game, these these two games this week. But um, mm. who knows what kind of that, that could mean in the future of the season. Well, let, well, let's talk about the table implications, first of all. Uh, so you've still got the Eagles there in second place, currently at 24 points, having played 18. And the Raiders jumping up to third place, leapfrogging the Lions, although obviously five five games in hand for the Lions. Uh, it's currently sitting at 22 points with 19 games played. So, yeah, a couple of, a couple of uh, I wouldn't necessarily say upsets, uh, but surprising results nonetheless, particularly um, I think Phoenix versus Riders was definitely one that shocked me when I saw that one. Uh, Dan, are you upset? Live stats page. I'm very are you upset. upset? There were tears shed that night. Well, Dan, you're not going to be upset when you tell us about your game, which was the Wolves taking on the Sharks. Tell us what happened. Tell us the score. Tell us how you felt about it. How you felt. Take it away. Dig away. (laughs) I said take it away, but uh, yeah, (laughs) dig away all you need. Okay. I still can't find it on the live stats. Okay, here it is. Okay. Right. So, Wolves. Ended up taking this one, eighty-eight seventy-two. It could have been much more than that, though, because uh, um, Sharks' coach was actually ejected. Diva Leon's, you know, that was quite funny. I don't know why though. I think it was because two technicals, but the commentators didn't really talk about sorry, it. Did you say sorry, sorry's coach? Uh, wait, sorry, Sheffield, <laughs> Sheffield's coach, man. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, very professional. Even I was about to say because uh, I'm pretty sure, pretty, pretty sure. Sorry, I've got a kind of player coach situation going on. Have they? Yeah, nah, this this was a uh, Mr. Atiba. Right. Well, so what what kind of it, what kind of impact did that have on the game? The fact that their coach got injured. It was really, did it, not it was like impact? I don't actually know because it was like quite late on in the game, and Lillard Lillard also was ejected because he got a technical. So yeah, I'm just making the point that it could have been much worse. Wolves were ahead by like 20 odd points the whole game, kept them there, and uh, they kind of slowed down a bit in the fourth. Actually, I have a stat here. Wolves got the last points at four minutes and 28. They kind of stopped. So yeah, they could have probably got 100 plus points here, and they could have they could have kept Sheffield to much less. You know, when you're like that far ahead, you kind of just. Start to uh, take your foot off the take your foot off the gas. Yeah, as Benji will tell you, does it many a times. I don't. That's a lie. We only gas up around here. I never take my. I, we only gas up around here. 
Uh, right, Dan, who were the stand-up performances in this game? From uh, I'd say from the Wolves side because I don't think the Sharks had. Yeah, I was going to say Sharks didn't really, Sharks didn't really show up. They're kind of still on the bus. I think, I think Wolves uh, were used to the Riders' defense last week, which is much more intense. Sharks' defense wasn't as intense. Um, Mike Parks Jr. I want to talk about him. How many, how many points did he get? Wait, hold on, hold on. He got fifteen points. And fifteen points to uh, the Mike Parks studio. And he got some rebounds as well. I can't find it. No, fourteen points. <laughs> yeah. Stop lying yeah. to the public. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're oh, yeah, a fraud. 14 points, fourteen points, fourteen rebounds, Dan. Yeah, and um they weren't easy rebounds either. They were very contested. Uh, he's just big. He isn't he's not very fast, but he's he's just when you when you yeah, when sometimes you gotta sacrifice those things, Dan. Not everyone's a renaissance man like you. <laughs> Just whenever I see him, like seven foot five, <laughs> blazing speed. Whenever Damn. I see, whenever I see him on the basket, I'm just, I just, I just, I feel confident. I'm just glad that he's there. I feel like I can trust him. And um, he he linked up many a times with Martin Boutnecht and Elijah Burns at his debut. But I don't think he played very well. How many points did Elijah Burns? He got nine points. It's not bad. Um, so yeah, they, they looked like they were going to shoot a three, then they'd fire it inside for M. Parks Jr. finish. So yeah, he, uh, he's, really, he's really grown, you know, like Parks Jr. His first few games weren't uh, amazing, but I think he's he's grown into it. As well as Jordan Williams, I think. Oh, wait, he only got eight points today. Uh, I think he got more well, rebounds. Well, Randy Andy with 22 points. What do you have to say about him, Dan? Um, right, let me find this. <laughs> I think with Brandy Andy, he just makes threes and you don't notice. He just slowly builds up his points. How many he did made he zero get? threes. Oh, Do you mean free throws? Is that what you mean? I don't know. That's the kind of thing you don't notice. It got, sneaks like, up. Because okay, well, I can tell you, he scored 10 out of 11 free throws. Yeah, he's a very accurate shooter. Uh, when he is shooting threes, he's very accurate, as I remember. But he didn't shoot any of this game, so that's a bit awkward. Oh wait, no, I don't know if he did. I can't see it. Did you did you notice him getting to the to the line particularly? Like driving yeah. inside drawing fouls? In general just made a lot of fouls. Wolves had what, fourteen for eighteen first. And Sheffield they just fell a lot and Wolves by contrast often let sharks run to the basket freely without without drawing up on SA fouls. Sharks only got thirteen throws five less good maths um yeah i've got written here if we're making needless fouls in transition and in fast breaks um so yeah that sucks to be them All right what else i've got written down so i gathered it wasn't that much it wasn't a very interesting game then Dan. i mean before you, uh, came on, you did fun. say you have nothing to say about this game yeah, I think Sheffield. I don't know what their schedule was like, but it seemed like they just wanted to get it out the, this game out of the way. I don't think they they you know, they were kind of expecting to win. maybe expecting to win. They were they weren't expecting to put a lot of effort in. This was this was this was mid midweek game, so maybe they're you know, a little bit tired from the week before. You know, not as yeah. not as prepared as they usually would be for a for a weekend game, but uh, nonetheless a good result. For the Wolves, as they continue to win, they're now at eight and nine, sitting at so that seventh position in the table. 
they're on a bit of an island of their own. You've got three points above them on 20 points. Then you've got two teams below them on 12 points. Wolves currently sitting at 16. So they've kind of got that seventh spot locked up. I think every single Wolves fan would like to see them, you know, a bit, a little bit higher, but can never complain with a playoff place. Dan, you've got something to say? I want to make a point or a question. I have a problem. Dan, if you put your microphone slightly uh, further away from you. No. Okay, right. So there are 11 teams in the league, and the top eight make the playoffs. That's a lot of playoff spots. And it's like, you know, Wolves are probably going to comfortably make the playoffs. But like, I think I think it should be top four make playoffs, and you have semi-finals. I don't think it should be top eight because then it's like a proper achievement. Playoffs eight well, the eight. Thing, well, the thing with the playoffs is that what well, you want thing is right. If you barely scrape in second seventh seed, say, you then have to go against the second team in the league. So, for example, if the if the season finished today, Wolves would be facing off against the Eagles, and Flyers would be facing off against the Riders. So it wouldn't actually be that much. You know, you the eighth or seventh team wouldn't be favoured in that matchup at all. But you see you see you gotta think of team you gotta think of the commercial factor as well, because having an extra yeah. round of, of playoff games is more more exciting and more commercially attractive than um regular season games. Yeah. But any team beats any team this season. Yeah. You're not wrong. Maybe you should maybe you should propose it to the BBL themselves, Sam. Yeah, I mean we've got like a yeah. we don't, like a we, don't we don't actually run the BBL. <laughs> I mean I know I'm only telling you this now. It may, it may we surprise don't. you to it may surprise you to know. We're not on like a first name basis now that Benji's been on the BBL show. <laughs> first name basis. Is it affiliated? It's the BBL. <laughs> what do you mean? We carry British. <laughs> Is the BBL show directly affiliated with the BBL? I think it is, right? It's may on have been like posted by them. I... I think, I think I've seen it on BBL official social media. We but are, anyway, we'll get that, that deal. Um, yeah, we need that deal. That should have been us, right? Kidding, of course. We're the people's podcast. We don't we don't work for you know we don't we don't work for anyone. We work for ourselves. And uh, speaking of working for ourselves. No, I, you know, I, I don't have a good transition. Anyway, that is the end of the um, analysis segment. I'm just going to run through the rest of the games uh, from this week. So where do we start? Uh, we had, obviously, the Wolves game that Dan spoke about. Where am I looking? Yeah. Uh, English was ready to be talked about. Phoenix was right. Okay, so Wolves played again, this time against the Scorchers, and they beat the Scorchers 84-77. Another very good result for them as they climb. Um, we've already told you where they are on the table, but yeah, pretty good run they're going on here. Hopefully they, they can uh, keep it together. I know that we'll be hoping for that. Scorchers versus the Rocks. Scorchers beat the Rocks 81-60. to Rocks looking worse and worse um, by the week. They're currently sitting at a record of 2-14, and 14, I believe. Which is, uh, that's rough. I think they might miss the playoff. Wait. Really? Bold yeah. state. I'm calling there now. Unless something is it, is changes, it is it mathematically impossible now? Uh, I don't think so. Math, it's almost math, almost. It's not, but it is very unlikely. Because I think the the flies the last team and they they have what six wins, 
So the Rocks got six games left. They have to win like four or five of them and then hope that the Flyers don't win any. Um, and then also hope that none of the teams above them win more than them. So it's extremely unlikely. And they're also out of the trophy as well, getting knocked out by the Lions. The Lions beat them 90 to 66. On Sunday as well, Giants versus Eagles. Eagles beat the Giants 101 to 76. And then also Phoenix versus Sharks. Phoenix take down the Sharks 75 to 69. Very nice. Right. So that is the end of the basketball part of this podcast. We're going to wrap this one up pretty quick, but not before we get some quick fire questions. I was in charge of the quick fire questions this week. So, guys, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm pumped. Okay. Who wants to go first, Dan, Dan or Dan or James? Wait, we're going to do like five and five, right? I go first for first five, and Timmy goes first for the second. Nah, well, it's, well, it's just it just pick one of them. It's just bing okay, bang bang. I'll do Dan first, first since he's so eager. Two. Right, okay. All right, BBL Championship title or BBL Playoff title? It's when you go first, isn't it? Your first time. That's not the <laughs> championship. Easy. Easy. Playoffs. It's got to be the playoffs. What? Yeah. I got to agree with Banner there. Yeah. How you perform in the clutch? All right. Deep three or a flashy dunk? Well, I do. I do. This is a hypothetical, hypothetical is, uh, no, no, question what, for Dan. What, what you would prefer to watch? What you prefer to see? Would you rather see flashy, deep flashy three? Dunk, flashy dunk. Dunk. It flashy depends how dunk. deep the three is. I mean, I'll go. I'll go flashy dunk. Looking like okay, right. We got the the Manchester Giants mascot Manny. Remember, he's like the bunch of grapes or something. Manuel, his official name, or or Freddie, or Freddie the Flyer. Official name, Manny. Well, I've got to go Freddie the Flyer there, unfortunately, because more iconic, I think. Or just just for me. I'm going Manny. Uh, I just I, anything but Freddy the Flyer. He he keeps me up at night. <laughs> I have nightmares. We got a couple of ex wolves here: Paul James or LVC Dusha. To play at point guard. I didn't. I didn't say to play at point guard. Yeah, Paul it's James whatever you want. Which one? Do you, which one? Do you well, prefer more? Wait, to coach. I say Paul James. Just cause... Which one do you prefer more? <laughs> I'm not a wolf. I'm going to go with Paulie James as well. I'm going to go Paulie James as well. Paulie James. All right, good. Right. <laughs> Football or basketball? I'd say... To watch? Oh, no, I don't know. Because you've got to consider... Dan, however you want It's to quick, fire! It, just pick one of them, please. <laughs> I have to consult his lawyer for every question. <laughs> I'm going with football. I'm sorry. You host a basketball podcast. That's disgraceful. Banner. I'm a pretty elite athlete of both, but I'll go with basketball just because. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Ask Benjamin uh, the same question at the end. Manchester United or Manchester City? Man City. I used to support Man City because Joe Hart played for them. That's my second team. I know having second teams is bad, but let me support them anymore with Man City. 
James. I don't. I don't think anyone expected how have you done. Uh, no answer. Any supports Liverpool? No answer. You. you can't have no answer. It's quick fire. Um, what's your man? Funny, you're Liverpool. Uh, City. City. Okay. Okay. Next up, we got burger or hot dog. <laughs> burger. Mm, burger. 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 I don't think they do burger, good hot dog. I don't think they do good hot dogs so much in the UK. Nah. You never get the kind of toppings you do. What an Italian thing. All right. <laughs> Friday or Saturday. You can go first with this one. What? <laughs> Saturday <laughs> then. <laughs> Friday. Friday. It's when you when you're on Saturday, you're like over. It's over. The weekend's over already. Yeah, you're like you're like damn. I'm already like halfway through the weekend already. Nah, life is short. Every day is the weekend if you're. I would argue if you just that, believe it. I would argue Thursday's the best day of the week. <laughs> the more anticipation you have. Oh, you get that that pre so that pre Friday like, weekend. No, Thursday is the new Friday. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> so I think there's a bit of a bit of carryover. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up on Monday. I'm excited because uh, it's nearly the weekend. Okay. Okay. Next question. These are quick fire. Right. Music playlist or music album, Dan. An album is like when they release loads of songs, isn't it? You not know what an ah! album is. Because <laughs> no, I just I just listen to songs. I don't know what all this fancy technology is. Playlist then. Playlist then. Playlist. It's so painful. <laughs> yeah, al- album for me. What? Full album nerd. Yeah, because if you liked like songs on the album, you can just add them to your playlist. Well, you can That's listen, a good yeah, point. Dan, some some albums actually have like narrative threads running through. Yeah, why why yeah, am yeah. I speaking to Dan about this? He didn't even know what an album was. <laughs> All right, the final. It's like a story. Yeah, yeah, but the final question: music or podcasts? Depends if I'm trying to learn. In which case, music. If I'm. <laughs> What are you learning from this music? Specifically, the music you listen to, which is Gucci Mane, um, Rolly, 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 Rolly. Uh, what else? <laughs> Through the fire and the flames. <laughs> yeah, put that on. That has the most, the most just esoteric mix. Of I like think we should put. I think we should post Dan's playlist. Twenty music I've ever seen. Yeah, like it's just, it's just, you... it's just, it's just like random songs. Post Malone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like EDM. Like, it's, not, like, it's, not like, like it's like, like royalty-free, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget Lord. Yeah. Of course. I mean, so, Dan, so Dan, you're going with, so you're going with music and then Banner, musical podcast. Music. But I think we should post Dan's playlist to the viewers. Yeah. I don't think they deserve to be subjected to this. <laughs> <laughs> Music well, well, anyway, for me, it would definitely be music unless I'm listening to the BBR Nation podcast. What is the BBR Nation podcast? Well, it's the best podcast you're ever going to see on the internet. You can find us on Instagram at BBR Nation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at BBR Nation One. Don't try and email us, and we'll see you next time. Who says?